JM in the AM, Tuesday morning, day 10 in the counting of the Omer, one week and three days. Keep that in mind. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Well, Thursday is Yom HaShoah, which means it begins tomorrow night. Thursday is Yom HaShoah, Holocaust Memorial Day, Holocaust Remembrance Day, Holocaust Commemoration Day. Refer to it in any way you want. We use the 27th of Nisan tomorrow night and Thursday to remember the 6 million. Uh, Yom HaShoah Holocaust Memorial Day commemorates the 76th anniversary of the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising. And at the Fairlawn Jewish Center on Norma Avenue in Fairlawn tomorrow night, there will be an exhibit starting at 6 p.m. entitled Letters from the Shoah. And then at 6.30, a remembrance service and program brought to you by the Jewish Federation of Northern New Jersey. The keynote speaker is Gideon Taylor. Gideon Taylor is the Chair of Operations for the World Jewish Restitution Restitution Organization, which represents world jury in pursuing claims for the recovery of Jewish property seized during the Holocaust in Eastern Europe. Gideon Taylor, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you very much. Glad to join you. I appreciate that. Tomorrow night, you're the keynote speaker at the Fairlawn Jewish Center for Yom HaShoah. Many people, I am sure, as we approach, uh, well, not approach, as we said, 76 years after the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising, and as we continue to increase the time between the Holocaust and today, um, many people are wondering what the role of the World Jewish Restitution Organization is at this point. Can you describe for us the work being done in 2019? Sure. So the... It is uh, indeed for some people surprising to learn and to to know that so long after the Holocaust, so long after the devastation of the Shoah, there are issues of property restitution that are still not addressed by countries in Europe. Uh, Not only was the Shoah, of course, the massive killing, uh, one of the most massive killings in history and destruction of the Jewish people, it was also one of the greatest thefts uh, in history. And there has been a struggle going on right since the end of the Shoah to secure justice for Holocaust survivors and for families of those who perished to recover that which was lost. And there's been a lot of progress and a lot has been done, um, but there's still work remaining to do, and that's what the World Jewish Restitution Organization does. Um, I assume at this point you're doing it uh, not only on behalf of the, and I use this term with respect, but just in in, in terms of speaking relativity, relatively, uh, for, in, in addition to the handful of survivors, again, in comparison to the number of survivors that we had, uh, you're doing this, I assume, for second and third generation as well. Would that be accurate? Yes. Yeah, so in many of these cases, we're dealing with uh, property uh, that was owned by uh, people who perished uh, and survivors, and we're now supporting and advocating for uh, family members of those people. And we're talking about countries uh, in Eastern Europe, for example. Obviously, the major Holocaust restitution and compensation has been regarding Germany. Um, but the issues, obviously, Jewish property was owned by uh, individuals and also by Jewish communities across Eastern Europe, Romania, Hungary, Poland, uh, these are all places with thriving Jewish communities from whom uh, many of your listeners uh, are uh, descended from uh, those commu- those uh, survivors from those places and those communities. Um, and we believe that it's uh, time, while Holocaust uh, survivors are still alive, to 
secure that last symbolic justice. And one of the points we make very strongly and we believe very strongly is that no amount of compensation or restitution can ever do justice. Nothing can ever bring back what was really lost. Um, but this uh, struggle is important, not just to help Holocaust survivors. Uh, so often the funds are used to help the neediest and the poorest Holocaust survivors or for Holocaust education, which is critically important in these times. But it's also about history and memory. And that's one of the key reasons why restitution is important. It preserves what happens. It, acknowledge, it forces countries and companies and individuals to acknowledge what really took place. And that was what was important about, for example, the Swiss banks in the struggle against Swiss banks or against German industry uh, and in these countries. We want recognition of what happened. And for people to refuse to return property or even to compensate or even symbolically to compensate, because ultimately this is all symbolic, to do that is to deny what happened. And that's one of the reasons why uh, I wanted to speak this evening uh, and uh, tomorrow evening at, and to make that point. This is about memory as much as it is about returning property or compensation. And could you imagine if your work led to entities slash countries thinking twice before embarking on this type of behavior? Yes, I think this is the, the, the struggle for restitution is about the past, but it's also about the future. Yeah, for sure. Because how, how, how we deal with people and how countries and how companies are forced to address wrongdoing is not only important to right the wrong or to acknowledge the wrong or to give symbolic acknowledgement of the wrong, but it's also about sending a message for conduct for the future and what's expected from countries and companies and governments and entities uh, going forwards. So we think it's, it's both something about justice, restorative justice looking backwards, but also about education for the future. Gideon Taylor with us. He's a chair of operations at the World Jewish Restitution Organization. He speaks tomorrow night at the Fairlawn Jewish Center. Remember, tomorrow night is Yom HaShoah. Um, and, and the disposition of survivors and families who are rewarded, I don't know if that's the right word, with restitution must be something, because if one thinks, again, as you said, it's not really about the property because we know what, what things are in this world and how significant or insignificant they might be. But when someone is stripped of what they own, uh, one can only imagine what it does to their dignity, their self-esteem, their ability to continue with life. When, they are, when some of that is restored for them, uh, all of that must come back, that, that, that confidence, that, that dignity that was lost when they were, you know, frankly, uh, you know, violated by the enemy. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's an acknowledgement. And for many people, it's not about the, the money or about the amount of money or about a piece of property. It's an acknowledgement. That was their home. That was the place where they grew up. Uh, that was a country where, uh, which took them and where from, in which they suffered. And now there's an acknowledgement. And when it came to negotiations that the claims conference, for example, uh, uh, did with Germany for slave labor, Right. The fact that companies, big German companies, that used to claim that they were just victims, that they were just uh, following orders and instructions of the Nazis, what became clear was those companies were part and parcel of the, uh, of the destruction, part and parcel of the use of slave labor, the profit from the slave labor. The fact that those companies were forced to pay, to make payments, the payments themselves were not 
for many people, not life-changing, though they were important and symbolic. Right. More important was the acknowledgement and the recognition. By the way, but, with all the great work you're doing, you'd be the first to acknowledge that it's only a drop in the bucket, right? I mean, compared to what was really taken by the enemy and was really stolen from from you know our relatives, and I mean that in the you know, collective sense of the Jewish world, uh, I mean, it's, it's nothing compared to the big picture, right? Right. We, we call this symbolic justice, right, right. not full justice or complete justice or perfect justice. It's symbolic justice. And it also, and beyond the symbolism, it's important to say that the, the, re, the restitution that's been recovered, and sometimes it's from uh, properties of those who perished, and sometimes it's from uh, communities, from synagogues, old schools, and so on. Right. Those proceeds have been used and governments have paid, for example, through the claims conference um, in New Jersey, in our, the United States and around the world, have provided programs of home care, uh, of social care, of uh, as well as of Holocaust education, of, that made a tremendous difference. Tremendous difference. So it is, there, there's also a, ben, a benefit that has had a traumatic impact on Holocaust survivors who've not done well and who have struggled at the end of their lives and have helped give them uh, a measure of dignity. Um, so it's important both from that point of view as well as from the historical significance. No question about it. I hope people are there tomorrow night to understand this message and to really internalize it. Uh, it's all about remembering. It's all about making sure the past uh, you know, g- gives us a brighter future. Um, and uh, tomorrow night, people will hear from Gideon Taylor, who's the chair of operations for the World Jewish Restitution Organization, and why his work and the work of the organization is so important in this entire picture of remembering, in this entire picture of never forgetting what happened uh, during the Shoah. Yom HaShoah, Holocaust Memorial Day, tomorrow night at the Fairlawn Jewish Center, 6 p.m. for the exhibit of Letters from the Shoah, 6.30 for the Remembrance Service and Program. Gideon Taylor, anything you'd like to add? No, I think it's it's, it's so important uh, that people gather to acknowledge and to remember. And we live in a world where memory and knowledge of the Holocaust um, is becoming less and less and as Holocaust survivors pass away, I think the obligation on us all to remember, to educate ourselves, to learn, and, uh, and to commit to, to honor that memory becomes more important. Well the said. further we get away in time from, from the Shoah. Well said. By the way, with that in mind, aren't you um, uh, encouraged by the fact that, that it has not stopped at the second generation? We now see a very active third generation stepping forward and making sure to keep the memories of the Shoah going. Yes, I think it's certainly very moving to see uh, that what is such as it was so important for that generation of survivors and for the children of the generation of survivors uh, is a, a message that's not lost on a younger generation where there's so many other things going on and yeah. so many other claims on our attention and, uh, and what happens. It's so important that this is a message that through the generations is carried on. Gideon, good luck tomorrow night, and thanks so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Thank you. Gideon Taylor, Chair of Operations, World Jewish Restitution Organization. Very worthwhile presentation. Try to be there tomorrow night at the Fairlawn Jewish Center. Uh, The Remembrance Service and Program will begin at 6.30. They're at 10-10 Norma Avenue in Fairlawn. For information, speak with uh, Dr. Green at area code 201 873 3263. It's a presentation of the Jewish Federation of Northern New Jersey. JM and the AM at 14 minutes before 8 o'clock.